now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Doc Manson, at Doc Manson. It's one of the most wonderful times of the year. Do you know what time of the year it is? Is it WrestleMania season, DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews? No, the hell with that. Oh. I'm not talking about WrestleMania. Um, I have no idea. This is even better than WrestleMania. Okay. Though they do have one thing in common. Okay. And that would be Samoa. It's primary season, and American Samoa (laughs) casted their vote, and... Delic- Michael Bloomberg, of all people. Of all people. <laughs> the, only, the only place that uh, the vote of him. No. It's Girl Scout cookie season. It is. Yeah. And I was like, you know, we only had one email. Now we're up to three. Maybe we'll get more. I got to admit, I was a little low. I was feeling a little low. I was a little like, what's the, I was feeling a little bit like, uh, what's his name? Marvin? Marvin? What, what's the point? Oh, the Paranoid Android. Thank you. Yes. yes, Marvin the Paranoid Android. It's feeling a little bit just like, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. We're just shouting into the void. And then I went, oh, it is March, <coughs> and it is Girl Scout cookie season. I smell tournament. Honestly, I think we we had Girl Scout cookies in the Manson household two, a month ago? More? Two months ago? Both boxes are now gone. It was that long ago. I know that. We have three and a half boxes in our house. Because when you work in schools. How many did you purchase? I purchased three and my wife purchased one. Okay. Because I had, I had a former student come up to me and she was like, do you want to buy some? And I always do. I will never buy from parents, though. No? Parents will come in with their things and say, hey, help support my kid. I'm like, no. Make Send the your kid, kid do it. <clears throat> I really believe that anything that they come in with like fundraisers, I'm like, have your kid come in, walk up and down and, you know, try to make the sale. But that's just me being a horrible person. You are a horrible person. That's why I like you. Um, <clears throat> the Girl Scout cookie website right now says there are two, four, six, eight, ten, <clears throat> twelve different varieties of Girl Scout cookie. OK, um, <clears throat> which is not a great number for a tournament but i think we'll we'll make it work oh for sure for sure um i don't know if you want to pull it up or i can just describe them to you i believe there is a description working on it working on these all right right away i've got a question yes what the hell is the difference between a lemon up and a lemonade well and that's going to be our we're going to we're going to narrow some of this down because there are two lemon flavored cookies right on top one of them is a lemon up and one of them is a lemonade. The Lemon Up appears to just have uh, motivational messaging on the top. <coughs> it's new. Lemon Ups are available in select areas now. When you purchase a box of our crispy lemon cookies baked with motivational messages inspired by bold Girl Scout cookie entrepreneurs, you're helping a girl learn money management. She handles money, keeps records, even tracks orders, activities that are essential to running a successful business. I don't know why they do this. And, and when we get down to the popular cookies, it better not have this, oh, this is what you're helping a Girl Scout do. It's a Thin Mint. You know you want a Thin Mint. Buy a goddamn Thin Mint. 
That's what it should say. I will say I am less enamored with Girl Scout cookies than I used to be. Um, back, I think, when we were kids more so, I always thought it was weird because people were always crazy about the Thin Mints. And the thing is, even when we were kids, you could buy grasshoppers. And grasshoppers, a Keebler cookie, is a Thin Mint. It is identical. It is the same cookie. I'm pretty sure Keebler makes the Girl Scout cookies. Um, for years, I loved Samoas, uh, now sometimes called Caramel Delights. But those weren't available otherwise. That was the only place you could get them, at least when I was a kid, locally. Um, now, of course, Keebler does produce what they call, I believe, a coconut dream, which is the exact same thing as a Samoa. Um, my point is, if you really want a Girl Scout cookie, you can get them cheaper and year-round at your local grocery store with different names. Yeah, but it's, 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 the, it's the occasion. It's the green box or the purple box or the red box. <clears throat> and it's, it's this, it's once a year. that I order it in February and I harass these children every day until it comes in. Even if they're like, they don't come in till March. Hey. I'm, Where's my cookies? I'm like, that, uh, that's literally how I am. <laughs> I'm like, where are my cookies? And then like, so Monday morning, it was March. I was met in the hallway by the Girl Scout with the cookies. She's like, I knew you were going to be asking. And I'm like, you're right. I have my money. Give me my cookies. I also I have a secondary question. If, if we scroll all the way to the bottom of the meet the cookie we're page. Gonna, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. We're going to narrow this down. There's two s'mores. Yeah, there are. What the hell? <sighs> So, have you ever had one of their lemon cookies? I'm going to say yes. I think so. Uh, they're good. They're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I almost bought some. And just, like, sometimes I buy, I buy the cookies just for me. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm like, these are just mine. Um, so, I don't really think it matters. Uh, do you want motivational messages on yours or not? I mean, I guess we'll go with the, with the cookie that is actually, you know, widely available, um, which is the lemonades. So scrolling down, we're going to skip over the the <clears throat> the popular ones. Those get buys, of course, in this first. Round. I see. I see. Um, there are two s'mores. <clears throat> One is uh, what looks like more of a sandwich cookie. And the other is a chocolate covered. cookie. Now, I know for a fact, I want to say this was last year. Maybe we did, in fact, get the s'mores. But I'm trying to remember which one it was. Something I think I've only ever had the sandwich one. That's the one I think I've had. Because it's got half chocolate filling, half marshmallow filling. Yeah, I think that's the one that I've had. And those are good. Yeah. All right. Hold on. I'm just doing my bracket. Okay. All right. All right. So moving on. <clears throat> um, there's two here above that. I don't think I've had either of these. Uh, one is called Toffee-tastic, and the other is Caramel Chocolate Chip. I want to say that at some point I've had Toffee-tastic, but I don't like toffee, so by default, I'm going to give it to Caramel Chocolate Chip. Are we doing matchups at this point? Is that what we're doing? Uh, yeah, I'm doing kind of, these are the, these are like the opening round okay, matchups. Okay. <clears throat> these would be the matchups that would happen on like Sunday night heat. Do you agree with before me? The, yes. Okay. I'm not wild about toffee. Yeah, no. It's okay. It's fine. Not wild about um, it. Then the, the next two are... Uh, the shortbread, and then something called Thanks a Lot, which looks again. I've never had those. It looks like a shortbread cookie with fudge on the bottom. Yeah, um, shortbread cookies are fine, but they're always going to be better with chocolate fudge on the bottom, right? Yeah. So thanks a lot, thanks a lot. You win. All right. 
So that brings us to the tournament proper. How do you pronounce that other shortbread name? Trefoils? Trefoil? Trefals? I would say Trefoil. Trefoil? Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> All right. Match one. Opening round. Here we go. The Lemonades or the Thin Mints? Hmm. I mean, I'm going to go with the Thin Mint because I feel like it's more, more likely to be what I'm in the mood for. However, the Lemonades are quite tasty. A good lemon cookie. Yeah. I got no Not complaints about, about a lemon cookie. That is for sure. Zero complaints. All right. Next matchup. The Dosey Dough, which is the peanut butter sandwich cookie, <clears throat> a.k.a. a Nutter Butter. Yes. Um, against the Thanks a Lot, which is the shortbread with the fudge on the bottom. I'm going to give it to the Dosey Dough, I think. I prefer peanut butter over shortbread cookies. Shortbread cookies are just dry and crumbly. and Which is interesting to me because <clears throat> I'm, for me... I would give it to the thanks a lot because I do not enjoy a peanut butter cookie that is just a peanut butter cookie. I don't typically I either. either. I feel like I'm choosing between two um, bad choices here. It feels like, you know, the American presidential election. That's what it feels like wow. to me. Topical. <laughs> um, all right. The next one would be the caramel chocolate chip or uh, I don't know why they don't call them tagalongs. Why do, why do they call them peanut butter patties? Is there something against the word tagalong? We still call them tagalongs here. Yeah, so a tag-along or a caramel chocolate chip? Definitely the tag-along. It's yeah. a Mrs. Manson favorite, so I, I, I can't mess good. with that. And then the final one is the Samoa or the s'mores. I'm going with Samoa all the way because I love coconut and I love chocolate and I love caramel. The, the interesting thing is I don't like coconut, but I will eat a Samoa. I don't notice the coconut flavor in that. <sighs> so good. I think I think it's very noticeable, but I'm glad that you don't notice it, that you yeah. may also enjoy it. Thank you. All right. Next round. Thin mint or for you, it would be the do si do. Hmm. I'm again going to go with the thin mint. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> then the tagalong or the Samoa. Now we get. Sorry, Mrs. Manson. Samoa all the way. I would go for a tagalong myself, but. But you're wrong. Just... So I get it. That's <clears throat> fine. That's fine. Yeah. I, I, I've kind of come around to that opinion. <laughs> I'm wrong. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. All right. So the final for you, Doc, uh, the Thin Mint or the Samoa? I always knew it would come down to these two. <laughs> the Samoa still wins. Wow. Bold. I love Samoas. They're... I'm going to go with the Thin Mint because my serving size is sleeve. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. W were it socially acceptable, I would open, invert, and just... Yeah. And were I not to projectile vomit everywhere? I don't think you uh, would. I think you'd make it. You'd make it work for you. I think so. Mm. I, uh, I got one of those Mega Stuff Oreo packs. Oh, yeah. And like over the span of two days, just mowed them down. They are disgusting and delicious. And yes, <laughs> that's it. <clears throat> you got to follow it up with that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, feel free to share. Not that anyone's emailing anymore. Well, that's the point. But um, feel free to share your how your tournament would look. What would be your finalist in the uh, King of the Ring Girl Scout Cookie Edition? Um, what's new in the life of Doc Manson? How's life? What's, oh, what's you what's, know? What's going before on? I before I move on to that, uh, I was just looking underneath Samoas, and I, I, this is actually on all the cookies. Why are there two names? Girl Scout cookies are produced by two bakers. That's why some of our cookies have two different names. So whether the box says Samoas or Caramel Delights, know that these two cookies are similarly delicious. So they must actually be produced by two different companies. 
And for copyright well, reasons, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. That's weird. I wonder if Keebler is one of the companies. It must be, but I don't know which one. All right. Interesting. All right. Well, that makes sense. I suppose, yeah, because some of them, they like the peanut butter patties and the tag along. Both names are copyrighted. Yeah, I see that. Or trademarked, rather. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yes, that's, there's our little Girl Scout March Madness bracket. I think it was Bosk that emailed once upon a time and said he hoped to get some <clears throat> tournaments going on. Uh, but, yeah, what's going on? What's new? How, how you doing, Booby? I'm good. Not too terribly much going on. Um... Last we spoke, I think I had teased that something was happening at bmoviegeek.com. Yes, you did. That's happened. Well, sort of. Phase one. Phase one has happened. New design is up, and you can get access to all of the old content that was there before. I've set up some redirects, so all that stuff still exists. Um, And there's a couple new articles there. Some previews, some trailers of movies that I'm looking forward to this year, as well as just short little write-ups about them. And I've written uh, two new reviews. I'm working on a third now, which should be up in the next day or so. Uh, it's on Rabid Grannies. Thanks, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, that's been discussed, I think, in the Bestie chat. Yeah, I'd never seen it before. And uh, I've... How was it? I also, you know, save, I saved the deep dive for the review, of course, but how was... I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I've written somewhere north of 1,300 words on this movie so far. And? I, I don't know why. Like, <laughs> clearly, you have something to say. I guess. Yeah, it's it is it is a decent movie, and it's got a lot of different things going for it. I encourage you to check out uh, the review when it when it posts. I'll put it on my I Instagram. Like the new site. I have it up right now, <clears throat> and I like it especially because not only does it obviously fit the horror genre, but as a Mel Brooks fan, it looks like you got jammed. Yes. Yes, it does. I, I like I like that kind of like mixture there. Raspberry. Yeah. <laughs> now it says latest podcast episodes, and then I see in the night Thanksgiving special. Are you breaking them up into sections now, or is that no? <clears throat> that's just how those were released. Okay. Yeah. Because like one of them says emails from the crypt and beyond. Oh, is that just what the the title of the episode was? Yeah, and that was after our last regular episode that was released. We did a couple of special episodes during our mid-season break. Okay. And the videos aren't you, it's just you're linking two videos of Correct. movies. That are, yeah, so there's a couple trailers Antlers, there, and there's one is short Is Antlers film. a horror movie about deer slash moose? Um, no. No, not really. Damn. Yeah. That one looks good. I'm looking forward to that movie. So... Yeah, if you haven't seen the trailers for Candyman, Spiral, or Antlers, I encourage you to uh, to check those <laughs> out. Are you enjoying being back in the writing game? I know you never really left. You were working on Horrid or other stuff. Yeah, but, yes uh, and no. And that's sort of, like I said, I said this is phase one, getting this up and running. And that's sort of phase two is, is combining my efforts. You know what I mean? Um, there's a lot of stuff that I wrote for Horrid. The thing I ultimately, I think, decided with Horrid was... Um, I enjoyed doing the research. I enjoyed writing what I wrote, but I don't think it's long-term sustainable. Like I'm never going to be able to release weekly episodes or bi-weekly episodes. Hell with horrid the way it was. I'm not even sure I could have committed to monthly episodes. You know what I mean? Um, and so I wanted something that I felt like could be more regular and realistically speaking, there's no reason why, you know, the, the research I did was all about the dawn of horror. 
Um, there's no reason why I, I can't incorporate that as a feature on B Movie Geek, whether that's in text form, because I certainly have transcripts written out, or whether that be in podcast form. I, I suspect it'll be both. So, uh, and I think, you know, going with the B Movie Geek thing, it opens me up to have episodes sometimes that are a horrid history, and other times are treatsies on rabid grannies, you know? So I, I, I feel like it sort of opens everything up to uh, in a more pleasing way. Well, I am glad that you are happy. <clears throat> if you ever need someone to come on your podcast and just be, I was going to say act dumb, just be dumb when it comes to the history of horror, I will be, you know. <clears throat> I, I appreciate I, I that. Will, I appreciate that. I will be your blank slate so you can teach me something or other. It's only, if only I, I could get you to actually watch all of these movies with me. Oh, it would be so glorious. I would love to have a podcast where that was the perspective. Somebody who loves this stuff and somebody who's like, why did you make me watch that? Like I'd be I'd be rating it on the uh, the the width of urine stain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do think there's something to that idea, but um, obviously it would but be see, hard to do. But you have that because I do and I don't. While, while your wife says that she likes horror movies and I think you've you've caused her <clears throat> to have an appreciation of the genre. I also think there are certain aspects of it she doesn't like. So uh, that's true, but I will I will say at this point she's seen enough of these things with me that I would probably say she is more knowledgeable than the average person <laughs> on these types of movies. That's sort of missed the window on her being uninformed about these things. That's all. That is probably a true story. Yeah. No, it's not to say that that's not something I, I, I wouldn't do. I've thought about it. Maybe a, a podcast with Mrs. Manson would be interesting. I, I do think that would be easier to, you know, to keep the podcast going. I think being conversational with someone uh, is much easier than just speaking to yourself, but mm -hmm. I sure. don't know. <clears throat> well, and you know, if you're looking for a conversational podcast, like we can watch 1996 wrestling and talk about it. Like anytime you want, just, just let me know. Mick Foley shaved his beard. He's cutting the anti hardcore promos. Like, I mean, that's what this is, isn't it? We're already doing it. I suppose. But if you want to do more, you know, Brandon Banks, people are always looking for more content, more content. All of these podcast people are leaving. People are quitting Twitter. It's all this, you know, who quit Twitter now? Oh, people. Okay. My good friend. I'll still call him my good friend. I don't know if he would agree, but Jason Maltoff is taking a Twitter break. Okay. I think it's for the best. Yeah. You know. Okay. But we can talk about we can talk about Saudi Arabia a little bit, but he was arguing with people about the fact that Goldberg won the universal title and is going to be wrestling in one of the featured bouts at WrestleMania. And <clears throat> people are going to argue about that. And he chose to engage with them, which is totally his choice. And that's something that's going to take a lot out of you. And I think he decided, you know what? I'll just go back to not being on Twitter for a while. Oh. So I missed that news somehow, fall. but okay. That's yeah. So right. I don't know if, yeah, but either way, I'm just saying, you know, people always want more of us. More, more, more. They can't get enough. They just want more of two people talking despite the fact, Oh, are we up to four emails? Four emails. Hey, we're up to four emails. All right. Um, have I asked you if you would have any interest in going axe throwing? No. I think you've mentioned axe throwing to me exactly once, 
And I want to say at that time, you thought it was a terrible idea. I thought it was a terrible idea. And then you thought that maybe tall guy would like to go. Okay. <laughs> but apparently you've been, come around on the axe throwing. I've been intrigued by the idea. And this weekend I went. Yes, tall guy was there. How did I know? <laughs> um, yet, nobody but, invited me. The only one of us that anyone was going to describe as an axe wielding maniac. And somehow I was not invited. Would you have gone? Would you have driven to the town next to the town you grew up in to go throw axes? I might have. Okay. I doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> I had plans this weekend, so. Well, I, I would like to go again. Um, my wife, not so much. She did not enjoy it as much. The, the, uh, you, you have like a coach, somebody who stands there and makes sure you don't kill each other. Yeah. And uh, he was uh, harsh with some of his criticisms. Like he would give you feedback. And if you didn't follow the feedback right away, he got frustrated that you weren't following the feedback. And at one point it did look like she was going to aim the ax at his head. Um, but huh. you know, all right, well, so don't mess with <clears throat> Mrs. Matthews when she's got an ax in her hands. I wouldn't mess with Mrs. Matthews ever, but especially when she has an ax in her hand. Um, I enjoyed it. I got better. I got a bullseye, not bragging or nothing. Oh boy. I, no, no, I am bragging. Yeah. My athletic, at my athletic accomplishments, slim to none. That's number my one. Second grade so my second grade soccer team went undefeated. I played in one game. Yeah. As a second grader, I was benched as a seven year old. Yeah. Because apparently I would run up and down the field, but never go towards the ball. I just liked running up and down the field. You were seven. So I was. I was. I was. But yes. How did uh, <laughs> so, Tall Guy I, enjoy it? I think he enjoyed it. Tall guy doesn't um, talk to me anymore, so I, I wouldn't know. Well, to be fair, this was like months in the in the having to plan between him hearing back and then me just being like, eh, screw it, I won't get back to him either. <clears throat> so, you know, when was the last time you saw a tall guy? His birthday, two years ago. <laughs> okay, then. Wow. Yep. All right. If I were to invite him to go to foe, and then invite you to go to foe, would you go? Yeah, I still like Tall Guy. I just haven't seen him, really. Okay. I have no problems with Tall Guy, except the right. fact that he's ridiculously tall. That's your only problem with him? That's good. These days, you know. No. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Tell me no. about their homeschool and their kid. Go ahead. Tell me. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If it works for them, good. It's their deal. It's their deal. It's oh, their deal oh. with DC Matthews. Oh, man. I'd like to host a game show. Uh -huh. um, <clears throat> we should talk some wrestling. Uh, Saudi Arabia happened. Goldberg is the new universal champion. Um, a bold choice. So he's going to face Roman Reigns. But I think you kind of anticipated that, did you not? It made the most. The Fiend character never needed a title. No, it doesn't. There was no real point, especially then when he had a title that was just his face. Like That was really weird. It's it's cool and unique, but... I still liked the idea. I, we talked about it on the show, I think. If he were to carry around that face title belt when he's only in Bray mode, that would have made sense to me. But having him wearing the mask, coming out to the ring, and wearing the face, Listen, yeah, too much. Yeah, it, you know, it's nice that he won the title, but he never really needed it. And he bounced right. Like he lost it on Thursday, came out on Friday and challenged the returning John Cena. They're going to wrestle at WrestleMania. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Yep. 
That's the song. <laughs> so, so you know, the road to WrestleMania is is happening um, in AEW. As I think we discussed, we have a new world champion, big Mister Johnny Moxley. Oh yeah, Johnny Moxley, Johnny Two Belts, um, if you will, who has yeah, one revolution. Belt. Yeah, uh, Revolution appeared to be a very good pay per view. Everyone seemed to enjoy it. Who was watching? Uh, it's possible that Matt Hardy will show up on. Um, what's the name of the show? Dynamite this week. It's possible Luke Harper shows up on Dynamite this uh, week. Apparently, so. the Young Bucks showed up on the latest episode of Matt Hardy's Being web show, elite. whatever that's called. Fix oh. the delete, save the delete, delete the delete. I I don't know. They've been te- they've been teasing it enough so that I'm almost like you. Know, so apparently, what Matt Hardy said, he let his contract run out with WWE, and he was going to go home. He was going to watch wrestling for the week and then make a decision as to where his future lie. Now, of course, people are like, that's bogus. He's going to go to AEW. That's bogus. And that's entirely possible. I would like to believe that he would show up in NXT and be like, I let my WWE contract expire. There you go. But now I'm here and I'm going to wrestle Adam Cole or I'm going to wrestle Finn Balor. And, you know, I think that would be more enjoyable, obviously, for me, because I don't have the ability to watch AEW a lot. But um, I feel like, especially if they're going back to the broken Matt Hardy, which, of course, they are, um, he'll have more success with that character in AEW. Yes. Yes. I don't know if they will make him the leader of the Dark Order or if that's going to go, like I said, to Luke Harper or if they go in a completely other direction. AEW appears to be finding its footing. People are saying the last few weeks of television were really good. The pay-per-view was really good. Super happy. Yeah, I, that's awesome. I never, I never needed Cody Rhodes to get a neck tattoo, but that's that it. That thing it's looks so weird. I saw a photo of that. Neck tattoos, yeah. to me, are never a good idea. I know there's a weird stigma around tattoos. Neck tattoos are just one of those things that I'm, I just, I look at them and I, I Okay, yeah, I'm showing my bias, but I just I just cannot I cannot get over them. I just can't. I you know, our besties, we love them dearly and we know them pretty well, but we don't we never meet them. I would not have guessed that Che says he's pretty much inked like completely. Yeah, I don't think I would have guessed that either. And again, I don't have a problem with it. It's a personal choice and all. It's just that's good. You do you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, the only other thing that might be worth discussing is Mr. Randy Orton, which I know is a sentence that is not often said ever, not just on this podcast, just ever. Um, have you seen what he's doing with this Edge feud? No. So Edge comes back at the Rumble. Yes, I'm with you we so far. A little bit of a, we get a little bit of a rated RKO reunion sort of thing. And then I believe the next night he attacks... Edge. Well, that was after Edge eliminated him from the Royal Rumble. Yes, but he attacks Edge, hits him with the chairs. Edge has not been seen since. Oh, was there a concerto? I believe, yes, a one-person concerto. Okay, I didn't see that because I didn't watch anything past the Royal Rumble, but okay. That's fine. <clears throat> but Randy's issue is not that he was eliminated by Edge. It's not that he's angry. He keeps saying he loves Edge, and he's worried about him because Edge shouldn't be still wrestling. He's like, he's hurt. He needs to be. So let me hurt him so badly that he can't wrestle. Yes. I'd rather you be, you know, I'd rather you be basically, I'd rather you be crippled than dead. So I will hurt you so that you stop wrestling so that you don't get even more hurt wrestling somebody else. 
I think it's an interesting twist. You know, we, the, the common phrase is every villain believes they're the hero in their own play. Like, at least he has a justified reason. That was what he tried to explain to Beth Phoenix this week. She didn't have it. So he RKO'd her. Not really sure what the rationale for that was. Well, because <clears throat> she shouldn't be wrestling either. And he wants her to go back to the kitchen where she belongs. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Might be. Maybe he goes that way. But something tells me that's how RKO noted. works. There's a, there is a, there is a somewhat compelling, no, I'm not even going to say somewhat. You're, you're, there is, a, I find it to be a compelling story. Not that I'm watching, but from what I've heard and seen on the YouTube clips and this things. This doesn't have a logical uh, flow to me, but. That's fair. But, hey, whatever. Like you said, he's trying to justify it, so yeah. that's good. It, it can't be the, like, I'm jealous of you. Like, you've been injured for nine years and unable to wrestle. <sighs> Anything else? What else? I don't know. It's March. Got my Girl Scout cookies. The clocks will spring forward. Are you excited about that? Not really. I mean, I'm happier that it'll be lighter later, but then I also lose an hour of sleep. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. Are, is, is your place of, uh, place of employment taking grand steps to avoid getting sick? No. With this dreaded coronavirus? Not really. They've sent at least three or four real serious sounding emails but that's about the extent of which I am aware. What have they, what have the emails said? Um, we're not going to let okay. people go to South Korea. We're bringing people back from Italy. That was about it. All right. Yeah. Um, has there been any concern among your students or lab assistants about anything? Yeah. I mean, I think if you just look at the general population, um, people are concerned for sure. I mean, I'm sure mm -hmm. that's the same thing at your school. You probably have people who are there like, well, I watched a few news uh, pieces about the coronavirus, so I am an expert. Allow me to fill you in. I'm sure you've met well, those people because they are everywhere. Yes. And I guess the reason I am asking you is you are more of an expert than I or many of the people that I know are. So I guess my question to you is from your perspective and you are not, you know, you don't have a Ph.D. in... Well, no, you do. You have a PhD in the advanced sciences. And, and, and <coughs> may, I, you... may I remind you that the focus of my research, and therefore my degree, is in the field of virology. I yeah. literally studied okay. viruses for my doctorate. All right, then you are the expert. Good. I'm glad we have this conversation. How worried should we be about the coronavirus? I don't know. I almost spit out my delicious lime seltzer water all over my audio equipment. Thank You're you for welcome. That. But honestly, it's hard to say, right? I'm personally not too concerned, but the whole situation could change tomorrow. Virus could mutate, become that much more infectious, and et cetera. As for right now, I'm not that concerned. I know the CDC is saying that they want to be prepared, and I agree they need to be prepared. Part of the reason why I'm not concerned is because we have pretty good systems in place, protocols, and things to follow. Um, the virus will spread. It's here. It will spread. People will die. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. It's going to happen. But at the same time, like, you know, we're going to shut down schools. We're going to shut down communities. We're going to, you know, limit exposure of people to try to limit spreading it. And again, that's all working towards the goal of making this thing more contained. And I think that we'll be very, relatively, very successful with that, I think. 
from a numbers standpoint. Sure. They keep talking about, you know, the number dead has risen to this number and this many people are affected. <clears throat> I don't expect you, again, to have stats on hand, but isn't the number fairly minor right now compared to, you know, yeah. how many people just die from the flu each sure. year or how many people die from other, you know. So there's about 3,000 <clears throat> people. It's more than 3,000 now, but here's, they just broke 3,000 deaths from the coronavirus worldwide. Um, in the United States alone, this season, there's been somewhere between, and again, it's hard to keep track because they don't actually really you know, have firm numbers on this, but so it's going to sound like a wide range. There's somewhere between 19,000 and 49,000 people who probably have died from the flu. Now, so you hear that and you say, well, you should be more afraid of the flu. And I, I actually think you should be more afraid of the flu, but I understand the argument. Like some some of Trump's administration was touting that same sort of thing, and people are saying, oh, he doesn't really understand. Well, it's all relative, you know what I mean? Like, yes, the coronavirus is more contagious, and yes, the death rate is higher. If you get this coronavirus, you are more likely to die than you are if you happen to catch the flu. And depending on what numbers you think, believe at this point, it's orders of magnitude more, perhaps, maybe ten, as much as 10 times many more people will die from the coronavirus as from the flu, in terms of death rate, that is. But again, you look at China, I haven't looked at the numbers today, or I guess even yesterday, but in China, it appears as though the number of new cases are falling off. They peaked somewhere around 80,000 cases, give or take a few Give or take 10,000. I don't know. And of those, again, you know, although not all the 3,000 are from China, it's probably more like 2,800 that died in China. You apply that same sort of math to the United States because, okay, 80,000 people sick out of a city, Wuhan there in China is a city of 11 million people. It's a city, high population density, 11 million people. The largest city in the United States is New York City, 8.5 million people. You know what I mean? Like, so you're talking about a significantly different amount of population density. I'm not so sure that it will be as contagious here. There's some, I heard some rumblings about some WHO data that came out maybe earlier today that maybe shows it's more contagious than they were thinking. I don't know. Haven't seen it yet. But all I know is if you, you take that same sort of approach, you apply it to the 350 million people, you know, living in the United States, and you only come up with like, 50,000 people dying. Um, and I'm wrong. That's 50,000 people. And it probably sounds callous for me to say only 50,000 people. Those are individuals. Those are lives. Yes. However, that's essentially the equivalent of a bad flu season. Yeah. All right. So I, so I shouldn't expect my school to close for a month is what I'm saying. I shouldn't start booking plans for some hey, extended if somebody, vacation. If it starts really <clears throat> spreading around the state and if somebody in your district gets it, I bet you they will shut down the school. And I think that's a good thing. I, I think that's, again, that's how, that's part of how we control this thing. So yeah. it's going to happen. That was uh, Dr. Doc Manson <laughs> um, on uh, the coronavirus. Yeah. We'll be back right after this. Shall we go to the emails? The emails. Shall we just totally change the, the emails. Subject? What? What? The emails. Now, last time I was beginning to wonder if maybe the reason we didn't get so many emails this week is because... I mentioned to you, I think right as the show was ending, that if we take down DDTWrestling.com, which we were talking about doing, 
will we then need to totally change our email address? And you said, oh, yeah, we will. Well, I'm not doing anything about that right now. So I understand that. But that was what that was because I have to come up with every reason possible other than no one loves me. (laughs) So I have to presume that, you know, there was some sort of problem. Uh, Our first email comes from Danielle. Awaiting spring leaf falling emoji, which I think is interesting. Is that a leaf falling emoji, a leaf swirling emoji? Let's say fall. I'm very bad at emoji identification. Hmm. Hello. <clears throat> I laughed at Doc's truth about the lilies returning in hopes of spring last week. And then the frost returns and kills everything off. Ah! I don't know why she's laughing at that. That's not a good No, thing. I, I want to have some <laughs> foliage this year. How's your, uh, how's your, how are your flowers? They're all alive. They're all coming along. And looking at the latest weather reports, I'm actually no longer convinced it's going to get cold again. At least not super cold. Good. So, yeah, we'll see. My kids, my kids were running around outside at recess yesterday. In short Maybe season. we're out of it. I was tempted to start some gardening over the weekend due to the nice weather, but I had to remember that the frost doesn't end until WrestleMania weekend here in Oklahoma. And also the conversation about said weather, weather patterns from said DDT pod episode. <clears throat> so I'll wait till we are closer to garden. I'll be in a full sun spot this year, which allows me to learn new plants this upcoming garden season. Woohoo. Fun fact. I still have my only access passwords and such to the DDT webpage. Yeah. A, f- a few times in 2016 and 2017, I added written work as well. Those were interesting times and fun memories. I haven't logged in in a long time, so maybe I can visit the page in a couple weeks during my spring break. Also, on the website conversation, could you guys use a free blog, or is that possible when you have to connect podcast feeds and such? For example, I started out my blog years ago using the free version before going through the channels of upgrades, like blank.wordpress.com, for example. Possible. Absolutely possible. Oh, have you guys had an increase of people getting sick? We had a slower winter with people being sick, but this past week has been double the amount of sick people, especially children, this past week. I think that's my only question for this week. Cheers. Well, Danielle, I I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's a coronavirus outbreak. Um, That might explain why people are getting sick. Do you follow Weird Al on Twitter? Probably, but I follow so many non-accounts that I never see anybody I'm actually interested in on Twitter, which is probably why I'm never on Twitter. He posted, uh, no, I'm not going to write my Corona. Yeah, he already parodied and that song, both, so. I know, and I was both like, darn, and also, yeah, it's probably for the yeah. This next email. Um, yeah, well, hold on. Yeah, I'm answering your question. Oh. Yes. Yes, people in my building are sick like dogs. All right, next email. Kevin Johnson, one email I can't Hey, folks, it. I've doubled it. Sorry, been quiet. Going through some restructures at work and taking all of my focus, and carpet cleaning. Still listen every week. Hopefully Pav can fill us in with some stories. Thanks, Kev. Get Outlook for iOS. Message clipped. View entire message. Is Pav back? I don't know. I haven't gotten an email from him, so I'm going to presume not. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was gone. Yeah. Passion. Adventure. Vitality. He is not currently on the Twitters actively that I'm aware of in either of the groups, so... Yeah. Hmm. Um... How do you clean your carpets? With a carpet cleaning machine. Do you have one or do you go get one? Like rent one? We just purchased one. It's a lightweight machine. Pretty, you know, not heavy duty or anything, but uh, highest rated one from Consumer Reports. Only like a $90 machine, but they really like it for what it is. And it's pulling black out of my carpets. So yes, 
doing well enough. I went to a uh, local Mega Mart and rented one over the yeah. summer. And yeah, the, the water would like turn this like dark. And I'm like, where is that coming from? I mean, they tell you that really you should probably do your carpets like that every three or four months. So I figured, eh, we'll just buy one. We own a house. Good we have know. rugs. They're not going anywhere. All right. All right. Mrs. Manson, I'll be over at some point to borrow, borrow your <laughs> equipment. Fair enough. All right. Next email. Mitchell Monroe, bestie for life. Just wanted to pop in and say I haven't forgotten about you. I'm still a bestie. I've just been having to work 57 hours a week to try and get through our backlog at work. My mind is always too tired to email something. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mitchell. That's a lot of work. How many hours a week do you work? Have you ever done the math? Not like work, work, like, but how, what did, how many hours are you at your job most days? At my job? Um, 40 hours a week. Exactly. Okay. We get a lunch hour, so I'm actually working 35 hours, not including whatever yeah, time I do outside of work. And there is some. Yeah, I'm trying to do the math. I'm like, all right. Yeah, it's about probably about the same 35 hours or so. I will say I used to work in a mom and pop restaurant, probably said that here before. And when I was a teenager, even early 20s, I would do massive amounts of overtime during the summer, like since the owner would let me, I would work sometimes like 60. The most I think I ever did was like 80 hours a week. Like it was crazy, but I was paying me time and a half for the overtime. And then I would go back, you know, to school because I was doing it sometimes during the summers during college. And I just had money, you know, for the, the year. Like it was good. I didn't have to work during the rest of the year, which was kind of cool. Um, so I enjoy doing that. Yeah. But, but I, I wouldn't want to do that anymore. That's for sure. You don't want to work. You don't want to work 80 hours a week at your current job? No, no, I don't want to work there even for the 40 that I do. What do you got there? This is Hamantaschen. Okay. What is that? It's a cookie. It's a Jewish cookie for Purim. Would you like Purim? to? Purim? Would you like? Purim. Uh, let's get, okay. Can you invite Mrs. Manson onto the mic, please? <clears throat> what is Purim? What is Purim? In the mic. Get close. Kind <laughs> um, of like Jewish Halloween. Sorry, I was chewing. It's kind of like Jewish Halloween. It's the story of Purim, but I forget what it's really about. And that makes me a terrible person. <laughs> I mean, they're all the same. It's like, you know, people were trying to kill the Jews, and then somebody saves the day, and they thrive, and then they eat, and they drink, and they have a good time. And It's about Haman. His cookies, yeah. He, he was the bad man, and the king. And, and Queen <laughs> Esther. Okay. Right. All right. Please... Yeah. But I don't really please, know the whole full story anymore. It's been a long please time. Please tell your wife but she needs to write her own version of the Torah. Because as kids, when you're at temple and synagogue, you dress up. And so, like, all the little girls want to be Queen Esther. And, like, you know, most of the guys want to be King Ahasuerus because he was, like, the good guy. And then there's always a couple little jerks who want to be Haman, who was the bad guy who wore the three-cornered hat, which is why there's the cookies that have three corners. Hat, why are you making a, a why, there's a song that why like, does the cookie honor the bad guy it's not honoring the bad guy basically it's like <laughs> it's, fun of them. it's like sending him up we're eating his hat oh got it okay yeah i need i need the, the jewish faith corners. as explained by mrs manson please <laughs> i don't know there's something like that <clears throat> we'd have to look it up I don't if only know you could talk into a microphone <laughs> <laughs> hopefully people heard out some of that Ugh. i'm sure Black. what's it filled with raspberry uh no it's um Date, right? Prune. Oh. Prune. Whatever. Prunes are plums. Well, Dates you'll be are not. You'll be regular. 
and now you've spilled it all over once again. Got it on my chair like this, this time. a new trend. I feel like this is a new trend. Doc Manson <laughs> spills his food. Okay, let's move on. Well, thank you, Mrs. Manson. That was educational. We learned something today. Yeah. Um, while while he continues thank to you. his hummantashin, <clears throat> I will uh, I'll continue Mitchell's email so that this email isn't completely bare bones. Update on me. I'm excited because Mythical Kitchen dropped their new podcast series this week. A hot dog is a sandwich. Also, while I have not decided if I'm going to give the series another try, the new Animal Crossing on Switch comes out this week, and I've been considering talking to the wife about maybe us using some of the overtime money to pick it up. Can't wait to hear the show. Okay. A lot of questions I have about that email. First of all, what is Mythical It's Kitchen? a podcast. Okay. And is that a Retin, is that a Retin link thing? I have thing? no idea. Okay. But they've released a new um, series this week, and it's called A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. Okay, thank you. You're just restating the email. That's what I know. Um, have, you ever played, have you ever played Animal Crossing? I have Crossing? not. I haven't owned a Nintendo system since... My last one was a Game Boy. I think that might be mine, too. I had a Nintendo Entertainment System. After that, I probably got my Game Boy. I don't think I've owned another one since. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Animal Crossing is. I don't understand the game. You just watch animals... Go by like yes. are you a zookeeper? Uh-huh. Okay. No, you um you are in a town and I want to say you're the mayor of the town, but I don't know if that's true or not. And like you go outside and like you pick fruit and things and you sell them for bells, which are the currency, and there's like this raccoon who's named Tom Nook, and like he has rented you stuff and like you owe him a debt. <laughs> So you have to keep paying him bells and also like you want to buy furniture and stuff for your house and things. And basically Tom Nook is connected, man. He's he can get you. He can get you anything you want a toe. He can get you a toe, but you're going to have to have the right number of bells. That sounds like Rocket Raccoon. Really. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, I, so I, in that way, I, I always sort of think of it as like a it's I always think of it as a farming simulator, but I don't think there's any farming, but maybe there is. I don't know how. But anyways, never played it. That's my basic understanding of it. You have more of an understanding of it than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a good idea here. Uh, <clears throat> those of you following along, well, you can't be following along. We're still in the midst of our all-time auction draft. Oh, that's um, why there was no new anybody talking in the bestie chat today. It's been like 24 hours and no new comments. And that's why, because the active people are probably all in the auction chat. To be fair. There hasn't been a lot of comments in the... I think it's just been slow. I've, I've been really, like, not paying a lot of attention to Twitter. I've got my buffer queue going, and I check out, like, the notifications for that. <clears throat> but outside of that, I'm just kind of less interested in what's going on in Twitter right now. Uh, but we should start a new round. So uh, live on the air, I'm going to... Well, I'm going to announce the round that'll be over by the time Friday hits and the podcast comes out. So here are the new names for this round. Which starts on uh, Friday. That will be, which, well, no, it starts oh. now. Uh, Johnny Saint, uh, currently NXT UK GM, British wrestling. Oh, legend. okay. Uh, Kane, <clears throat> Mickey James, oh. Tony Storm, ah. uh, the tag team known as the Fantastics, and Edge and Christian. I don't know who that is. The Fantastics. So each GM is allowed to send me, I think, what do we say, four names, five names, four names. 
<clears throat> of talent they would like to be included in the draft pool because I come up with a master list of names. And uh, Jeremy asked for the fantastic. Has Oscar been drafted yet? Oscar has been drafted. Give me a minute to <clears throat> tell you how she went for thirty dollars to Glenn. Ah, uh, I always knew I liked Glenn. Um, she is the s- third highest woman. Nope, sorry, she's tied for the fifth highest woman to be. Bigger. Okay, all right. You've got Charlotte at forty-eight. None of this sounds very progressive, but okay. Awesome Kong at forty-two. All right. Um, Sensational Sherry at thirty-one. Lovely. Are you talking about the fact that? They're bidding yeah. on women. Yeah. They're bidding on men, too. I'm sure they are. Uh, yeah. She's tied with Molly Holly. Okay. $30. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that for a dollar. Huh? Eh, RoboCop? Huh? Anybody? RoboCop? Still never seen it. You would have trouble watching that movie. What? It's ultra violent and gory. So does it qualify as a horror movie? It too? almost does. Yeah, actually. The first one especially. There's some grotesque special effects throughout that film, I think. The overall tone is not that of a horror movie, obviously, but pretty ultra violent, especially for the for when it was made. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So that I think that was all the things I wanted to say about Mitchell's email, which brings us to our last email. Brandon Banks. At least it's not Monday. Garfield. Hey, Doc. How was the lasagna sent from my iPhone? It was good. Thanks for asking. Homemade. store bought. We used uh, some gluten free lasagna noodles that we found. And first time using them, and it turned out pretty good. No complaints. You wouldn't even be able to tell that they were gluten-free. Do you prefer a meat lasagna, a veggie lasagna, mixture of meats? A lot of people do that. This was not something I grew up with, where like it's like a mixture of pork and beef. Yeah, I prefer just going all beef, but I understand there are people like to mix pork and beef and sometimes like buffalo and stuff, but... No, just give me beef. That's fine. I do like some hard-boiled egg in my lasagna, which is not a common thing. But it's an Italian thing. Really? Interesting. Uh, Also, you know, that sounds like to me like an English thing, like a classic fish pie in, you know, British cooking has hard-boiled eggs Mm. on top. Yeah, Yeah, I I like that. Hard-boiled egg in, like, No, usually it's like slices on top, like thin slices. On top of the whole whole thing or mixed in? Um, I've seen it both ways. I think my mom tends to just do the slices on top. Wow. I've never heard of that, and I can't... That was not something we did huh? when we had. Yeah. No. I also didn't think I liked ricotta cheese growing up. Oh. Because it always came like out of a, like, a tub. I don't think I had like. Yeah. 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 I just prefer beef, mozzarella, sauce, noodles. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's got to have some ricotta in there. It's It's got to have the ricotta. And it's like I said, I like the hard boiled eggs. We didn't do that ourselves. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. Give me all them layers. Well, good. Lasagna and hamantaschen. What a what a fusion what a fusion meal. This Italian Jewish. In fairness, lasagna was leftovers. We actually had that yesterday. Yeah. Still, still, um, <clears throat> we got to come. Up, so the t- title of this episode has to have something to do with cookies. Girl Scouts and hamantaschen. Just so you have to look up how to spell hamantaschen. Hamantaschen. Ooh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Sold. Hamantaschen. Um, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Piece of positivity. What do you got for me, Doc? I wrote 1,300 words about rabid grannies. <laughs> Fair enough. It's a weird movie, but it's, it's pretty good. Like, Jeremy did not lead me astray with this one. Um, it's not good, but it's, not, but it's good. You know, you, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, I do know. I'm excited. I'm excited about B-Movie Geek. I really am. I want to do something more in that space. 
And I feel like I'm finally getting to do something. You know what I mean? Good. So I'm very glad. I, you've been look. You seem to have been looking for something. What sounds scary was kind of the start of it, and you were into that. And that's hard to you know. Doing a two person podcast is hard to do long term when you want to have a theme and you don't just want to sit down and talk about whatever comes yeah. to mind. It's a very different <clears> thing. That's <throat> so, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm good. Uh, here's my piece of positivity. It's the cow in there that really drives it home. Um, <clears throat> congratulations to the most recent name listed as being entered into the Hall of Fame in 2020, the wrestling god himself, John Bradshaw. I can only imagine what Twitter looked like after that announcement. As someone who went to that SmackDown show um, <clears throat> with you and I think your brother... And some guy your brother knew from working at CVS. It was like 15. Yeah, <clears throat> that was weird. Um, I was the only person cheering and like, like just, just basking in the glow of JBL. He is one of my favorite characters of all time. Uh, it was a good character. There's excited. no denying that. I was I excited. People were like, you know, his world title. I'm like, he's one of the great heels. In the same way that King Corbin is one of, is a very good heel, I think. I think JBL, similarly, I think King Corbin's, you know, we'll find out years down the road when he's a five-time world champion, we'll be like, look, he was really good. We didn't like him at the time, but he was really good. I don't think there's much chance of me saying that, but I hope it works out. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, But yes, that was exciting to me. Um, I hope uh, Ron Simmons inducts him. I hope it's just him saying, damn, and that's the end of it. That'd be really sweet if it were. All right. I don't get too excited about Hall of Fame inductions, but that one made me happy. Uh, I hope this episode made you happy. Episode 212, we've reached the boiling point. We have. Over uh, at DDT Podcast. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? If you'd like to have your thoughts right on the air, please send an email to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. You can listen to our back catalog at ddtpod.com or at your podcast app of choice. And finally, head on over to patreon.com forward slash ddtwrestling to help support our endeavors. Is the Glenn thing, is the Glenn bit.ly slash help a bestie, does that just keep going? I think it still works, yeah. Does does that end at some point? All right. Well, hopefully that works out for our good buddy Glenn. I know he's been in hospital a little bit lately for himself. Hopefully he's getting himself healthy and comes out of it. All right. Thank you for joining us here on this wonderful episode. Uh, I want to know. I expect to hear about your Girl Scout cookie endeavors. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining us. And until we meet again, my friend, won't you be our bestie? He's a wrestling god.